We're here, men talking over beer. I'm here at the moment. I'm Clay, not Carson. I'm here with Graham and Sid, and we are recording tonight. We're just getting together and seeing where this ship goes, and hopefully it's uh, a good ship and not a ruby princess. <laughs> um, I, I've got to get used to this. Um, I wasn't at the last one, so it is... Clayton, we've got to say it's no longer Clay. Carson. Clay, we're going. We go. We're going with Clay. We're going with Clay. So, is that the latest alias? So, we use the short form and not the long form. I've been using Clay now for twenty years. Okay, so shall we call you the artist formerly known as Carson? I wouldn't. I would. I think you just did. I was trying to work that out as an acronym, the artist formerly known as Carson. Now, we have to do a bit of housekeeping as well, Carson, because you've got merch that we've got to offload. Yeah, there's, look, the, the, the Carson notion is gone. I'm going to go with my, my real name, and I'm going to go a completely different tact on my podcast. I, um, I'd like to ask you about that, if you don't mind. Firstly, um, the Carson Cod piece, what's going to happen with it? Uh, is it going on special? Are you framing it? Is it going to be gold mounted? Is it going to have your own pubic hair in it? What's the deal? Collector's to the pod, item. What's going to happen there? Collector's item in the case, only taken out for special events. Right. Just, and, just and quietly, well, does, does, it, does it fit someone with a decent size unit as opposed to you? <laughs> no, no. Is it one only, size? Only big balls. Huge, right. like right. You, you, okay, so big balls is compensating for something else. Is that the idea? I mean, I just haven't been able to. You know stomach. what they say: big balls, bigger opinion. You're, you're sounding oh, a I'm bit Cardi B there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so the Carson Cod piece is gone. Is gone, skis? Is that what we've got officially announced? Correct. Correct. Now I'm wondering because we need a sense of alliteration. Is there going to be the clay clampons instead? No, it would more be the, um... yeah, no, I've got nothing, absolutely nothing. Oh. I'm with you. I've got, little, I've got these little kind of like battery recharges at the back of my car, and I reckon they'll be perfect clampons for to help you with your merchandising, and we just need to personalise them in some way. So how do you reckon mm-hmm. they can be done? Sid, you're saying you've got stuff in the back of your car this electric and it clamps on. Well, that's right. But I use it actually to, uh, you know, help with a battery that's actually. Oh, gone. right. Sorry. Yeah. Ha- Carson's got when, other uses. When he it. says battery, though, when he says battery, what he means is he means he automatic pump through his blow up doll. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well you, you just can't blow it up for by yourself now, can you? You've got, you know, we're getting on a bit in years. Mm. Tell you what, so, I'd be blowing it up on, on my own if it was me, but. My new podcast theme will be a more of an interview style, one-on-one. Sorry to interrupt. Just, this is the twatcast? Yeah, but it won't be a twatcast anymore. I haven't got an official name for it yet, but I have three clear interviews lined up. Right. It's going to be kicking back and talking about experiences and life. Tell you what, I think that's really interesting. Um, more interesting than that, what do you think it is going to happen with the US election? People will vote and there will be a winner. It will be a Democrat or a Republican. That's really good. But, um, you asked a stupid question. I gave you an answer. So uh, your own podcast, interview-based, um, 
Are we talking long format interview? Is there certain things? Is it Joe Rogan <laughs> experienced? It's going to be more of a from the heart. Tell me about your experiences with whatever. I've got a, a girl who is um beautiful girl, but she actually suffered Bell Palsy as a late teen and we're discussing her and how that influenced her life. I've got a 24-year-old Pom who is suffering depression and we're going to discuss why you're depressed when you when, you, when your country's won a World Cup. There could be other factors there. I just have a gut feeling. Could be called lockdown. No, 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 no. I think it's been a while, around for a while before lockdown, but yeah. So just yeah. talking about people, and I've just decided that pe- people are far more interesting than opinion. I think if you do it right, you'll be onto something. So that's it. We can officially close the door on the old one. Correct. And my Mary Ann will be far happier with a a non-opinionated world. Has something happened on the road to Damascus? Mm, no, I'm just tired of getting run over on it. You mean she won some arguments? She's been winning arguments for 20 years. So what was the catalyst? What, how come you, this is a real change? Is it a sustainable change? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can see what I'm saying. How long will this last? Well... It's got to last for a while because I can't keep alienating my Marianne. Um, I, I, are you talking in code? Have you been in trouble or something? I live in trouble. No, no. I, we just had we just had a few fights over the last month or three, and there's been a few things said both by me and her. And we're just redefining where we're at. Uh, you could tell me to not go here, but. Uh... I'm sensing you've been in that much trouble she's been giving you like a cold shoulder kind of thing. Something like that, but just, uh, you know, start becoming a normal functioning person as opposed to an opinionated. Opinionated is probably where I need to be. You know, I'd like to ask you if you don't mind. I don't want to know what it was, but it sounds like to me you found a way to survive the doghouse. I think we're all in the doghouse at some stage. We're not at some stage all the time. It was simply a case of um, we stopped communicating. You know, it's a bit like a, a dam, you know. You can hold that water back for a while, but eventually you've just got to let some water out and that water tends to drench the entire valley. I, I can understand. I mean, I can imagine it took a little while before the dam actually burst. What well, that, you... That's why you, you have your conversation so the dam doesn't burst. Uh-huh. So that, oh, I get you. So you've learned some new strategies, but... Uh... I just wanted to ask you, from a Bear Grylls point of view, it sounds like you've gone through a lot. How did you survive? How did you do for for eating, shelter, all those kind well, of things? Well, that spare room, spare peanut room? butter sandwiches, peanut butter sandwiches. What, breakfast, um, lunch and dinner? And don't forget Mickey D's, you know. <laughs> Mickey D. this sounds like a well-balanced diet. I could see, like, the five food groups there. Cheeseburgers, nuggets, shake, fries, so that actually kept you, like, you know, when you had, you know, Bear Grylls says when you're in a tough situation, you have to forage and just get whatever you can get. So Mickey D's and peanut butter sandwiches is all you can get. So that, No, that's I can, I can, I can cook absolutely time. anything. I can cook anything. I'm a great, great cook. Yeah. Okay. But were you banned from the kitchen? Uh, no, 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 no. But you step away and you do your own uh-huh. thing. And look, at the end of the day, we... We communicated, we got it sorted out, we've mostly moved on. 
Was there a moment where you realised that uh, I have to do this to get back into civilization? No, no, never. No, you, you do it because you want the best for your partner mm-hmm. and the best for your partner is a better relationship. That's what it's about. Two people moving forward for better, for worse. It's like a manly football season. You win, you lose. <laughs> you plan your, your September holiday. Defensive yeah. attack. You plan your you're planning your early season uh, Mad Monday as well. I've I've already booked 2021 yeah, Mad I Monday. Can imagine that. It, it sounds quite interesting now. Like yeah, it focuses it, more on relationships than opinions. Oh no, I'm still opinionated. I'm not gonna ever not be opinionated. But I'm picking and choosing my moments. I'm picking and choosing my topics. And I'm thinking about what impact that opinion will have. I delete a lot of, um, you know, the, en- the enter key doesn't get hit quite as quickly anymore. Wow. Um, it sounds like your master Yoda is very persuasive. It also helped that I've deleted her off all my social media. <laughs> I wonder if we get to the truth here. So you're a lot freer when you can um, not be tied down to it. Now, look, she was getting tired of, of my opinions coming back to her. People would be like, well, he says it, so you must agree with it. Therefore, you're a disgusting person as well. And I don't well, subscribe that to that. Make any logical, pardon me for that doesn't make any logical sense to anyone. I don't no, agree with that. that that's, my Marianne that's what people think. Person. That's what they think. They, they People think that you have the same opinion as your partner. Uh, Mr. Whopper, do you have the same opinions as your Marianne? Uh, no. That seemed rather but, diplomatic. That, <clears throat> but no. un- unlike unlike Eddie, they don't share. He's, he's Marianne and he doesn't share a Facebook. You know, I don't know how Eddie manages to share a Facebook. They, they clearly don't have the same opinion on many things, but yet they they seem to still get away with it. I think the one thing that there was a time where it was very clear when it was Eddie's point of view and when it was Mary Ann's point of view, certainly over some yeah, topics, that was made very clear. That clarity is definitely not there as much anymore, though. Yeah, because I could sense that someone's using a majority of the time. I don't so, know. I actually don't follow Eddie on Facebook anymore. Uh, as in you you blocked him? I'm not sure, actually. Okay. No, it wasn't it might have sure. been me. It might have been him. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not exactly upset by it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I, I, I miss seeing my uh, my comical anti-Trump rhetoric, but that's okay. I get enough <laughs> of that anyway. Yeah. Oh, that'd be hard to escape. You know, if we um, put a book into that topic, if you had to write a Bear Grylls, How to Survive the Doghouse Manual, what, what chapters would go in it? What would you add to it? Selective bedtime. Like let her sleep at night and you sleep during the day? Very much so, yeah. I I ensure that uh, she's well and truly asleep before I come to bed. Mm-hmm. And I ensure that she is well and truly left for the day before I see the light. Would, would there be a chapter where you um, know exactly when to make that cup of coffee for her? Oh, 10 p.m. She gets a cup of sleepy tea at 10 p.m. every night. There you go. She's the type of person that could sleep with a cuppa. It's an herbal, herbal Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I I like the way how you're foraging for food. The the, the most important tip is to ensure that when you're out of the house, she has everything she needs. (laughs) A pizza, a bottle of wine, her favourite TV show ready to go. Easy. And you out of the house. 
when she's drinking wine and eating pizza, she doesn't care that I'm at the football. Were there certain smoke signals that you had to send to get out of the doghouse? Just communication. We mm-hmm. talk about it. We opened it up. We had a fairly free-flowing conversation one night. Mm-hmm. There were some hard truths said. There was some probably major overstepping of the mark on a couple of occasions. You know? And then from there, we had a week where we didn't discuss anything. And we came mm-hmm. back with our own thoughts. And, and I'm now the, uh, the whipped husband that you see. Is this why you're sitting down rather gingerly? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I, it was a good thing to happen. We, we stopped discussing the important things, and you can't exist on routine. You can only do that for short period of times. So you've got to be prepared to have the real conversations every now and then. Yeah, and do it exactly in such right. a way that you can hear each other out. And sometimes you may not agree with what they say, but you've got to set up that environment to make it happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that, that, that's where we're at. We'll, you know, it's going to be a good good summer. We're going to get back to doing more exercise together, more things together, go back to a date night together. Yeah, look, you've shed the cast and skin. We're seeing this version of clay. It's quite thoughtful. It's quite reflective. Um, you, don't re- you don't read my Facebook comments, though. No, I don't. I was about to ask you, is it permanent? My Facebook comment? No, I don't read your Facebook comments, but this is a this is a different side of you that we see on the podcast. No, it's not about. Look, I'm, I'm the same person I've always been. I'm just reflecting and choosing a bit better. That's all. More filtered, more aware. Uh-huh. Before you're like a pack of camels without the filters, and now you've got the filters. <laughs> very, very good. Very good. The camel, the camel reference. Awesome. Uh, I just had to throw it in there. Yeah. I, I think we probably explored that one as far as it can go. Guys, if you don't mind, I'd like to throw a topic out there that just wanted to see what you thought. A couple of months back, I can remember first reading an article in regards to Coon cheese. And Coon were actually reacting to this uh, movement of, uh, I think they call it like uh, uh, what do they call it, like uh, the, the stop movement or the negative movement or whatever, but they were worried about names. Cancel culture. Cancel culture. Thank you. It was just on the tip of my lips. And Cancel culture. I've mm. read numerous articles about this. Uh, the only thing I haven't done is actually go to the Coon website itself, but just by the whole amount of art, uh, articles I've read, it seems like Coon is going to change its name. Now, they've already the, they've already done it, but the thing is, Coon was a person. This is what I'm going to. You made a really valid point because Coon is a person. He's an American guy who introduced a way of making cheese, which Coon adopted. the The Coon name was out of respect to this American guy. It was never intended by any way, shape, or form to be a racist, derogatory term. The problem that I had is. Now, with Kuhn reacting to this cancel culture, in fact, they've actually made it a derogatory term because it was a term that you could almost say was just about extinct, and now they've put a breath of fresh air into it. And I just yeah. keep, if this is true, this is completely insane. Why are they accidentally being more racist than it by trying to be nice? Well, that's exactly right. I mean, we've had uh, the Washington, the Redskins, Redskins. thank you very that's much. That's right. So that's gone now. They're now the, at the moment, they are the Washington football team. That's their official name for this year, the Washington football team. My question is, 
will we see the Patriots? Yeah, is is the Patriots offensive? Uh, the 49ers, I mean, we had those poor Chinese die during the gold rush. Is, is that going to go? How the, the Houston Texans sensitivity. Well, exactly right. The Houston Texans. I mean, if you're not a Texan, is that is that fair to you? There's a lot of things to think about. I like the point you raised because it's like, uh, are we forgetting um, resilience in this whole thing? Like, and also that words have the ability to change meanings. Something a little bit closer to home: the uh, massacre in Christchurch. Mm-hmm. And do you remember the name of the rugby team based there? Crusaders. Crusaders. And the Crusaders actually put out, this is on their official uh, like website, they were seriously considering and changing their name. And I actually wrote back to them and I just said, I find this abs- absurd because their argument was the Crusaders relates to like the Holy Crusades and, you know, Christians going off to the Middle East and all that kind of thing. It's like, I'm not denying that part of history. But, no, but to me, the Crusaders are on a crusade to win the premiership every year. But the Crusaders have probably been in the Southern Hemisphere the best club provincial rugby team that there's probably ever been in the last 25, 30 years. I don't think anyone will dispute that. So rather than, um, this is the part I don't get, so change the name so all these, this lunatic who committed the massacre, now he has power over the words we can use, then rather create the meaning of the word this relates to the rugby team and exactly what you're saying, they're there to crusade and they're there to win. So why can't we allow words to gather uh, new meanings? Why do we have these people go, cancel culture, 10,000 years ago it meant that and now it's going to mean this now. And I'm thinking it's gone a little bit crazy and overboard where I'm just thinking, yes, it had that meaning back then 100 years ago, 200 years ago, but what does it mean now? Why validate? Why go backwards? You you can't rewrite history. You can't rewrite history. History occurred. We can learn from it. You know, you you can't blame a, you know, a 10-year-old girl for the... um, World War II because, hey, she's Japanese, any more than you can blame white people for owning slaves 200 years ago. Look, I agree. I mean, you know, there reaches a point where at what point do we say, yes, that's history, we agree, but now we're talking about now. If you keep on holding on to things 200 years ago, if the same impact is the same as 200 years ago, it's a current situation. But when it becomes like identity politics, I think we have a problem because we're not dealing with the reality anymore. Undoubtedly. Uh, it, it, and if we keep allowing people to be offended by things that they shouldn't be, yep. in 50 years' time, we're going to wipe out everything, you know? Just quietly, are offended, are just quietly who, who, who sold the slaves to the white people? It was uh, local. Um, if you're talking about from... Uh, the West African point of view, it was like uh, West African tribal leaders. Mm. But, so, if you, but if you yes, look at the, the slave situation, the Irish were the ones that were the, they were more enslaved than what the blacks were. There were far more Irish slaves than black, but yet mm. we ignore that because white Irish don't fit our agenda. Well, the thing is, too, I mean, when you're talking about dislocation from families, first of all, I'm not denying that happened with the slave trade. But from an Australian point of view, the obvious dislocation from families is when you get people who were sent here when it was a penal colony, they were sent here for seven years. It's not like you could send an email. We're not talking about this kind of thing. They were thoroughly dislocated. And we know when we look at the crimes, 
they were like petty, they were farcical type crimes. Oh, so, absolutely. Uh, so all of a sudden, you know, whatever amount of kilometres away, they're dislocated from their family as well as a punishment. Uh, there's been different times in history where this dislocation has happened. I mean, that type of grief is just not owned by anyone. To me, it's actually sometimes it's a result of um, imperialism rather than a result of a culture. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, whether you're a black slave, a penal colony, it was all done to enhance civilization. Mm. Mm. Be it a slave, be it prisoner. At, it was at that growth. time, at that time, that was the thinking. It was to advance yeah. somebody because capitalism Correct. does have a degree of exploitation about it, depending on Never whatever mind. way you want to define exploitation. <laughs> That's a whole different issue. Uh, I, yeah. I always say that there's no difference between you and a prostitute. You know, someone someone says, I want your I want your body and your mind for an hour yeah, as an educator versus yeah. I want your body as a sex worker. It's the same thing. Yeah. You know, uh, we're first, all prostituting ourselves for something. Yeah, but I don't wear the skimpy outfits, uh, Clay. No, thank, thankfully, thankfully. Do either of you guys go and rip up, like, I know a, a coffee shop, or or smash down windows, or burn stuff because you, you're upset. If my no. latte isn't hot enough, hell yes. Uh, I think we find it. more civilized ways to deal with it. Hmm. No, that's exactly right. I mean, there there are legal ways to deal with most things. I mean, if I can just give like a a recent like last say 50, 60 years uh, example of how words can change but also how our attitudes have changed. I think it may be a great way to summarise it. Go for it. Uh, I remember reading this article and it was talking about the Knights of the Round Table. So we're talking a long, long time ago. And it was a description of the time of how a knight behaves. And then one of the words that really caught my attention was, and it was like the correct translation kind of thing, it described the knight as being gay. And just thinking, okay, that as word. As in jovial. As in jovial, as in happy, and if you like, the original meaning of the word gay. Now, notice how you've had to correct me there because gay has another meaning these days. What's that? But, you know, uh, it's another way of saying homosexual. That's straight up and down. Or, or Raiders supporter. Oh, I'm not even going there. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is being gay, if the word has changed, words can change meaning, is it a derogatory term? I don't think so. You talk, talk about words. The word cunt was a yeah. a word that was actually, um, it's become offensive because it was an upper class word. Uh, the upper class would use the word cunt. The working class would not. So by using that as a word, you're actually offending your lower class. So that, that's where the derogatory of the word came from. I, I don't know um, the history of that one. I'll have to take your word for it. Gotta say there, Clay. Um, thanks for upping the ante on that one. <laughs> well, that's right. But it's not the word itself was a word. Again, and this is gonna happen right through the years, and that goes back to your cancel con- culture. Mm-hmm. Every 20 or 30 years, something is going to upset someone because of something very minor. You've only got to look now, Black Lives Matter. People are offended if you say all lives matter. Um, yeah. it can't you can't have it both ways. Well, no, because you're rational. But the part about the cancel culture that uh, I don't like, it's actually got a very authoritarian push about it. 
if you don't like our way of thinking about things, we'll make life hell for you. If you don't um, agree with us ripping down a statue and taking the law in our own hands, it gives people open permission to do things. And it's like Mm. we could do this because we're wronged and we've identified that you've done the wrong. That allows us to do anything. And it's this authoritarian, the law doesn't apply to us, but it applies to you and our interpretation of it. That that, I don't that's always been it. the case. But yeah. whether you're talking about a statue of Saddam or, you know, a statue of Nikolai Ceausescu, wherever, people have always said, I don't like it, so I'm going to take the law into my own hands and change mm-hmm. the um, the narrative. That's always going to be the case. Yeah. You know, revolution it, uh, isn't a bad thing. Uh, oh, geez, there's another topic in there altogether. People uh, always take the law in their own hands when it suits their agenda, their narrative. Yeah, there can be a degree. I think there's also a couple of different uh, layers to this one. But uh, this particular one here, I'm just, it's the authoritarian, you're either in or you're out. You you can't be one or the other. You're either with us or you're the enemy. And that, that to me does not promote healthy discourse at all. Oh, of course. Look at last night with Michael Holding and uh, Aaron Finch. I don't know about that one. Can you fill us in? Uh, Finch is ne- no longer kneeling at the start of the match. Why does he have Black to? Black Lives Matter. Well, that's exactly Why right. Why does he have to? Well, correct. And, and unfortunately, Holding says, hey, you're either with us or you're not, and there's no in-between. But uh, I disagree with that. Why Why is the space that's created, it's either um, so d- divisive, it's either with us or not, and there's no nuance, there's no place in between. But why There's do you no have to kneel? interpretation on it. Well, exactly right. You shouldn't have to kneel to be with you. Yeah. Uh-